Hello, breadheads coming out. Join the gluten gang. It's time to carbo load. Welcome to Hold My Bread, the world's only comedy finance podcast with your host, Matt Beckis. And your other host, at six foot three from the University of Southern California, convicted of two misdemeanors and had two other misdemeanors expunged from his record. It's the Sultan of Stocks. Beautiful job humming the John Cena theme, Matt. I don't think that's what that was, was it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Do you know John Cena? I mean, I know who he is. I didn't know that was his theme. Yeah, John Cena, say hello to friend of the pod. You know, John Cena has the most make-a-wishes granted of anyone. Yeah, um, that's just because they didn't have make-a-wishes... What? I don't know. <laughs> I was going to take it somewhere, and I was like, I don't need to take it there. <laughs> yeah, your intro was much more grandiose than mine. Yeah. Hi, uh, hey, my name's Matt Beggers. Um, uh, AKA uh, Elon Thrust, AKA Ranch, because I be dressed. Sometimes <laughs> I do that, and sometimes I don't. No, you got to do it every week. We got to be cool guys. Yeah. Well, Pe- you know. People aren't going to listen to this for this, for our financial ec- expertise, though we are getting better. Our producer says we're idiots, and we don't yeah. know what we're talking about. Yeah. But... He's supportive, though. He's supportive. He's very supportive. <laughs> like He won't tell us we don't know what we're talking about like did, during the show. Yeah, and then when we're done recording, he's like, you guys are idiots. You know that, right? And we're like, what? No, it was like three days later. He's like, yeah, you don't know. You got to take your st- all your money out of the market at day's end. And I was like, I don't... How am I supposed to know it's 4.59 every day? I don't know about you guys, but I work two jobs. I pursue comedy on top of it. Mm-hmm. And then I have to keep up with my demands. That's as, like five jobs. Yeah, I got to be the greatest comedy basketball player Plus of you all got time. your 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 girlfriend, you know? I don't even have one. I don't have one of those. You're busy with you heard yapping and you're, you know. Yap, She's yap, not yap. even no. your girlfriend and she makes you do a lot. I know, I know. Sometimes she texts me and I'm like, how are you? Who gave you this number? Absolutely. Um, well, but it is exciting news. Um, we have big couple days. Yeah. No, well, just in personal news today, Gabby is going to get the dry dog food that I had delivered to the wrong address three weeks ago. Oh, nice. So these people have just been sitting on it? Yeah. Yeah. Some people moved into her old apartment. I get stuff shipped there all the time. Oh, so it's your, oh, you get to meet your old. Oh, she's, so she's going to go to the old apartment and be like, oh, so I see you've, you've done, you chose to do this, huh? Yeah, yeah. I shipped the, the stuff to the wrong address. We can check in the decor, make their, sure everything's looking good. Yeah, check out the backyard. Make sure that your your news, <laughs> make sure that news stand is still back there. Well, it's even like the one before that. So it's like a two-year-old address. Oh, shit. No, those guys from my last apartment, they're not too big of fans of us. Like, they didn't think we cleaned it out well enough, which, you know, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't clean when we moved in. Right. That's That's old dirt. Yeah. Yeah. The blood on the walls was there when I moved in. Yeah. I don't even have blood. <laughs> yeah, no, it is exciting news. I filed my first lawsuit this week. Oh, wow. All right. That's Dude, exciting. It, it is so easy to file a lawsuit. Yeah. Let's, I want to do it. All you got to do. Who can you, I sue? You need, let's sue each other on the podcast. <laughs> we'll do a live episode <laughs> in court. <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> Introducing your honor, our next guest today, my attorney. Let's sue each other so a court of law will decide who introduces themselves first on the podcast. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it seems like a waste of taxpayer dollars. Is that what, did the, did the taxes pay for lawsuits? Who knows? Absolutely. Well, as of today, this is exciting news. Hold My Bread is officially an $861.94 podcast. Uh, yeah, give me that 94 cents. Ameren has rallied. 
Yes, I love that. Syn- I think so your pick of Synchronos Technologies. It's been doing well. Great. Lloyd's Group, it's hanging steady. Lloyd's hanging in there. Trucks is about where we bought it. Yeah, yeah, love trucks. Ford is down fifty cents. And Corbis Pharmaceuticals is down. I think that's going to be a long haul for us. Corbis, Corbis and Ford are both long hauls. Like yeah. Ford, we are on the record. We're investing in the charging network. Right. Yeah. Nothing and, else. And I think Corbis is going to be, I mean, I don't, I think it's going to be the situations where we don't see a profit, profit until 2022. <laughs> like, I think it could be a while, but when it hits, I think it's going to hit hard. Yeah. Get in pharmaceuticals, bet on America's to be sick. Mm-hmm. People aren't getting healthier. It's just, I mean... No, I'm getting, I'm getting less healthy. I'm 33. And like when you turn 30, like you feel every year so much more. Oh my God. I'll be 30 in two years. Yeah. Like I've had a broken finger for like a month and like usually they, they heal on their own. And I just have like a finger I can't use. Well, you got to stop sticking it so far up your own ass, you know? Hey, it's the only way I feel good. (laughs) This is our weekly shout out to Gabby's parents, uh, Karen and Rick. How you doing? Thank you for listening. Shout out to my doorman, Renza. Big fan of you. He listens. Yeah, he, oh, he man. listened to two episodes. He loves you. He's great, dude. We had, we bonded over your door. He was great. He hated me for that door, but I was like, come on, man. It's not my fault. What'd you do to the door? We just, I just couldn't get it unlocked, and even he was like, what's wrong with this door? Yeah, I've never we, locked my door in my life. Yeah, I don't know how I locked it. I locked it on accent, and it stayed locked the whole time. Yeah, shout out to... Yeah, he was he's a good dude. Yeah, I feel like if you lock your door, that just shows, hey, I'm not a trusting person. I mean, I don't know. I guess not. I trust, I care. Yeah. And I care about your money and the stocks, everything's either rising or falling. It's been a huge couple of weeks, couple of days in the market because companies gave their quarterly reports. Yeah, it is that time of the year. Quarterly earnings. Matt, what is a quarterly earnings report? I think it's when what it's every quarter, you you know you break the year up into quarters. Every quarter they come through, they announce the profit they've made, they uh, they come forth with some revenue, they come forward with I think a lot of dividends get paid around this time. Um That's true. I I did reach out to Moneybags Riley uh-huh. and she said that a quarterly uh, quarterlies are just like there's an earnings conference call with the company's upper management on the line along with the bank's research analysis and analysts. And the only people allowed to listen are the other research analysts analysts and they're the only ones who are allowed to ask questions or participate so it's a it's a higher up high up deal that affects everybody yeah because i asked her like hey are these quarterly earnings reports like do they ever throw like big parties and she was like it's very it's very legit <laughs> yeah it's like nah it's it's illegal oh really yeah i don't think you could throw a big party like you can't distract from something that's like just numbers based oh right it needs to be very focused on, yeah. on the on the task at hand yeah i thought it'd be like network upfronts like nbc like they have Cisco host this big event to distract you from how bad their lineup is. <laughs> yeah, Cisco's going to host our earnings report. Uh, yeah, we're just going to have uh, six friends spinoffs, but uh, here's the thong song again. Yeah. Let me see those gains. That's pretty good. We could probably reach out to Cisco and have him record a, a theme song. No way. He's going to definitely want like 50 grand. Let's do it. We are okay. we are we are only forty nine thousand one hundred and thirty nine dollars away from being able to hire Cisco to do our theme song. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, he's probably an investor. He's probably invested. You know, well. he's got money in the silver market. <laughs> he loves it, and he's big on Victoria's Secret and anywhere thongs are sold. I don't know. Is he big on Victoria's Secret? Because I know a lot of people are against Victoria's Secret because they aren't woke. Yeah, they're not woke. 
No, they don't have trans models. They, yes, they do. No, they don't. Mm. They, they're not supporters of body positivity. Oh, I've seen some thickums. They, they got they got they got some body body positivity. Yeah, and if you know me, my day job is I work on uh, fancy photo shoots. Yeah, and you you didn't you haven't seen any trans women. Well, you, I you never ask, you know. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. Um, are you a hero? <laughs> Uh, why don't you just walk out and salute everyone? Yeah, I, I just want to say I've never seen an attractive model. Uh-huh. Every plus-size model I've ever seen is just stunning. Like the most oh, for sure. beautiful woman you'll ever see in your 100%. life. 100%. I think it's... Uh, yeah, I walk by... Uh, you know, you walk by some of these ads in the windows and they're beautiful, big women. And they're not beautiful because they're big, but they're beautiful and big. I don't know if that makes sense or if that's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm know a, if they're beautiful because they're big, but they're beautiful and big. I think it's beautiful. It's all beautiful. Yeah, they, they just remind me of a, a Macy's Day parade float in a really sexy way. Yeah, I love the way that they have ropes tied around them. and Yeah, I just want to hold on or walk her down Fifth Avenue with 19 of my bros. <laughs> and show her off next to Garfield. But really, we, we do these like quarterly earnings reports for different companies. We should do a quarterly reports for our lives. Oh, for sure. What are you making? What are you, what's your deficit? Who do you owe? Yeah, what what who do I owe? What are my dividends? I give myself uh, pizza dividends every couple every quarter. I allow myself to have a little bit pizza, a little bit more. I get like a real Domino's day. Yeah, I do that. I'm an emotional eater, so oh, when for I'm sure. sad, I, I eat so much. Yeah, I do the same thing. I'm I'm slowly realizing that. Yeah. I ordered a bunch of Domino's and ate it all by myself, and I was like, things are not okay. What day was this? Was this was this the rainy day? It was the rainy day. Yeah, that's fine. I opened up the door, and this is how sad it was. I opened up the door. I didn't leave my apartment all day, and I live in a hellhole with no windows. So I opened up the door, and I went, damn. It was like, literally, it was like 9 o'clock at night, and I go, damn, I didn't know it was raining. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you do that day? <laughs> um, I tried to work on stuff for the podcast. Uh, I played the new Call of Duty. Caught up on, uh, watch a movie. I watched Jackie Brown. Oh, great um, movie! Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. Robert Forster. Yeah, so I just did the did that. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of well, Call of Duty, the Activision stock they sold a fucking load of those games, and the stock jumped up a bit. So that's good. It's pretty good, just to bring it back. But yeah, I just realized I was like, oh god, I ate all this Domino's, I ate all this bread, I drank a two liter of Sprite. Things are not okay. Yeah, it's amazing. No one teaches us in school that bread is poison. Yeah, they don't. Sugar's poison. You want your body to stop working? Have bread and sugar. Coincidentally, they're the only things that taste good. It's a curse to be alive, bread folks. Is, they don't, I don't think they use the food pyramid anymore, but the bread was like on the food. It was like one of the cornerstones of the food it pyramid. It was the basis of the yeah. food pyramid. No, the only thing you need to eat is oatmeal and avocados. Yeah, and, pro, and creatine. Yeah, oatmeal, avocados, creatine. That's all Obama eats. Yeah, exactly. That's all Robert Forster ate while he was alive. That's just how it goes. You know what Donald Trump eats? Cheeseburgers and Domino's. Yeah, he's like us when we're sad. Yeah, exactly. Except he's all the time. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely an emotional eater. I identify with that so hard. Into the, so you ordered that food via the Domino's app, right? I did. I got the app. I'm getting my points. So you're using a different food delivery app. I think a lot of us are doing that. So There's so many of them out there. There are too many food delivery apps, which is why Grubhub took a dang tumble. Yeah. It fell 40% this week. Oof, people shorted. I saw these articles about people that shorted Grubhub. They're smiling, making all this money because they shorted Grubhub. It's crazy. I mean, they lost so much money. Yeah, but does anyone actually work for Grubhub? I, I couldn't tell you. They're like the WeWork of 
well, that's food, the, food things. Absolutely. They kind of are. Like, they are the only game in town, basically. They were for a while, like, Grubhub, Seamless. They were the first ones. And I was like, oh, Grubhub's down. What Seamless is stuck? And then I forget that they were bought a few years back. Seamless was bought by Grubhub. So how many, let's see how many we can think of. There's Grubhub, there's Uber Eats. DoorDash. DoorDash. Caviar. Caviar. What's caviar? Um, it's like a fish egg. You um, Okay, well, all right. You, I, you go on the app and uh, someone <laughs> brings a live fish to your door and it lays eggs in your mouth. <laughs> it's very expensive. Um, yeah, very expensive. I, I, um, I didn't realize there were so many, but I do realize like there's no, I just look for whatever one is the best deal. I don't really have loyalty to any of them. Yeah, because no one in this sector is loyal. And like Grubhub, they got a lot of people into the game because they had that little lottery you would play when you would order Grubhub. What's that? You would play a little game when you ordered. You'd do like a roulette wheel and uh-huh. you'd win a little prize. Oh. And it was always like $5 off. And it used to be you you complained whenever and they'd just be like, oh, you're good. We'll give you credit. And now Grubhub, they are the biggest fascists in the tech industry now. I hate like... I I hate all the food delivery stuff though because there's been so many times where I've delivered I've had food ordered and they're like, yeah we delivered it I'm like well, where is it and I had, I've gone outside and it's been hanging on the fence post I swear to God mm-hmm. and I'm like it's cold it's been there for 15 minutes it's cold I don't want to eat this and they're like here's five dollars and you refund your whole thing it's like well, what am I gonna eat now like crazy you can, you can heat it up you don't have a microwave in that windowless it's room still it's still it's beyond it's beside the point of course I don't. I, thought, I was under the impression that was your heater. You just used a <laughs> microwave without a door. <laughs> exactly. I turned it on. How long am I going to sleep? Eight hours. I put my microwave on for eight <laughs> hours and then I uh, heat my, no, I rinse it right at my genitals. So when I'm, I was in high school, I, I, I submitted a science project to like the state science fair, which is pretty prestigious. Like uh, this program I was in high school, they won it every year. And I was like, this year my entrance will be a microwave without a door. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. What's the point? Why? What were you hoping to accomplish? Just have a microwave without a door. People aren't getting sick enough, so I think I would. I thought I would invent something that gives you cancer. Yeah, I, I think every household should have like a miniature Chernobyl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hate. I've I've had so many issues with the food delivery things. They're always cold. They never bring me my sauce. I love sauce. <laughs> they never bring me my goddamn sauce. What am I supposed to dip these fucking nuggets in? I don't know what are nuggets, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, people were just laughing at Grubhub yeah, literally and all laughing. the money they broke. And it is kind of like, it's the same thing as like being similar to WeWork. Like companies that are on demand, they usually lose money. And, you know, in light of WeWork, all their their financials, which, you know, people have just been accepting that like, oh, they're bad. It's fine. Totally cool. But now that we work, it's kind of put the stink on the entire se- sector. So their finances are being treated like the finances of most companies. Mm-hmm. And all of these companies look terrible. Yeah. What's the, what are they the worst? Though? They're the worst. Grubhub? Yeah. I mean, as of today, but like I, I use the Grubhub product. It's the only food delivery app outside of Domino's that I ever participate in. Yeah. I'm well, here's, I have a seamless, I have the seamless app on my phone. I didn't know they were tied together, but I feel like the the upcharge on some of this shit is cr- it's so insane. It's terrible for it's restaurants. So it's terrible for workers, but it's good for the consumers. Um, yeah, but I, honestly, like I said, I feel like my food is cold. It's never right. It, it doesn't. It takes forever. Like it's so, it's bad. We've only got. It's our only option, though. I mean, it's our only option, and it's bad. And there is a thing like. Can, are these companies too big to fail? Because, like, we live in Brooklyn. We live surrounded by, like, these hip urban professionals who, like, live in just a different way than people in the rest of the country. And, like, in Brooklyn, Grubhub is basically a public utility. 
Right. If there was no Grubhub, there would be riots in the street. We could have we could we have kids in prison. We had prisoners kept without electricity and water in on the coldest week of the year in New York City. No one did anything, but if Grubhub went down, people would be setting cars on fire. Uh, cops how am I supposed to feed my kids? That sort of stuff. How am I supposed to feed my kids through an app? Yeah, exactly. My kids, my kids can't eat this phone. They're just staring at it. Oh, and we also forget about Postmates. Postmates also. Uh, do we mention Postmates? Postmates is a whole thing. I don't know what a Postmate is. You don't know what a Postmate? Yes, you do. It's a Grubhub, right? Postmate is like a Grubhub, but they'll do anything. You can Grubhub. You can't order toothpaste. You could order toothpaste on Postmates. Order toothpaste on Postmates right now. See how long it takes to get here. I don't have Postmates on my phone. I don't think. See, you're a champion of Postmates. You're not even. I'm a not custom. a champion. I'm just There's saying no it exists. Brand loyalty oh, I do have it on in here. this sector. I do have it on here. Let's see how long it would take to order some toothpaste. Um, one time, well, and Postmates isn't everywhere. I was in Denver. Uh, a couple months ago doing shows and I tried to, this is a long story. I took a, a real bad, Ooh, I'm talking, I'm sorry. I talk a real bad shit at this lady's apartment. It was super, Uh, can we, we, can we be a little bit more professional here? If you're going to talk about like excretory matters, just use like the phrase, like shooting out a stink pickle. (laughs) (laughs) Dropping a real mean duker. And, um, And uh, I really fucked up this lady's um, toilet, and it was a nice apartment building, and I didn't know what to do. So I'm like, "Fuck! She doesn't have a she doesn't have a plunger. Who doesn't have a plunger, right? She doesn't have one." So I'm like, "How am I gonna do this?" So I go to CVS. I can't find one. I go. I'm like, "I'm gonna have to ask these attractive women at the front desk and be like, do you guys have a plunger?'" I can't do that. So then I was like, "All right, I'll post made a plunger. They don't have post. I couldn't post made a plunger. They were only wanted to bring me food." So then I was like, "What am I gonna do?" So I had to buckle down. Yeah, it's, it's irresponsible to only bring food. That's only one it's part of the equation. You're leaving out the entire second half. It's not right. It's not cool. Yeah. But I don't think, like, let's see if we could post me to plunger here. Plunger. I bet you can't. Fuck. Well, either way, long story short, I had to call the maintenance people. The guy came in. It was crazy. It was like in that scene in Pulp Fiction where the wolf comes and disposes of the body. I just had to sit on the couch while he plunged the toilet and I avoided eye contact with him. Yeah, my, my worst experience was I was staying with my girlfriend's family for the holidays and my mother came and uh, she used the bathroom. She shot out a stink pickle and God, <laughs> God damn. And uh, she broke the toilet. It overflowed and like it's my mother. I didn't know what to do except I, I jumped on the grenade. I said it was my stink pickle <laughs> in question. <laughs> And, you know, I think everyone really appreciated that gesture. Like, I don't know if I've ever, if anyone's earned respect from their future in-laws by a stink pickle claim before. You can buy our stink pickle shirts on our Patreon. We're going to have stink pickle shirts for sale. (laughs) Honestly, you know how, like, stuff just sticks in your brain randomly? Like, I swear to God, like... Stink pickle it comes from like I watched the pilot episode of Big Brother US when I was 13 and one of the characters said, I'll shoot out a stink pickle right on TV. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it's been in my head ever since. I guess I've never heard that before in my life. Okay, so thankfully, until now, and you've ruined that streak. Made <laughs> a streak going. Grubhub is in some trouble. Like in March of 2018, they had a 38% market share. Now they're down to a less than a 25% market share. Do, do you remember, I mean, and they've been like, they've had bad press for a long time. Like, do you remember a couple, this was like not even maybe a year ago when they were like, we're going to give our delivery drivers helmets. And they were like, 
Congrats! Like they wanted to pat on the back for that. We're like, look where you give them helmets, and everyone's like, good for you. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, they deserve helmets. And then there was that video that went viral of that guy sitting on his scooter eating someone's food before he delivered it. <laughs> Do you remember that? No, there was a video that went viral of a guy that was delivering food, and he was taking bites out of the food. And uh, they were like, yeah, it's because they don't pay us enough. We don't make enough money to eat. And they're like, well, I know you're hungry, but here's a helmet. <laughs> That's true. Honestly, there's nothing wrong with eating the customer's food. My first job, I was a busboy <laughs> in a German restaurant, and people would leave pizza, pizza schnitzel on the plate. I would always <laughs> scoop them up. Yeah, but that's after they've, they're done. <laughs> this guy's taking pre-bites before he even delivered it. What kind of bites were they? I don't. I mean, they look pretty big. He had a big spoonful. He had like a big one. He had a big, <laughs> he had a big wooden soup spoon. He was scooping it out. Okay, we've already reached out to Shkreli. Now we need to reach out to that guy. <laughs> the delivery guy. I think they fired him. How can you get fired from Grubhub? Don't you work for the restaurant, not the No, you're app? employed through the app, I think. Really? Yeah, I don't think you work for the... They're not employed through the restaurant. The restaurant, people don't... If they were employed through the restaurant, they wouldn't go through Grubhub. You know, they would, have, they would just be their own in-house delivery. Like, yeah, you call the restaurant. But the restaurant has no platform to have their food delivered. So I think a lot of it is Grubhub relies on these restaurants to put up all the work, all the labor, and they take 20%. Oh, yeah, you might be right. That does sound right. We got to design an app for something. We got to become middlemen. That's the only way to get ahead in this world. What's something we can make an app for that people want brought to their house? Here's an idea. This is an idea I had. Can I, you want me to run this by you? I'd love to hear it. Okay. So, Richie, you're, you're really good at making, let's say you're making, you're good at making apple pie. You make a really good apple pie. It's great. Your family loves it. All your friends love it. They're like, I can't wait for Richie to make this apple pie. And Richie is good at making pies. I, that's true. That's why I said it. Um, so you make he, this he apple pie. He looks so proud right now. <laughs> no. Shark Tank. Yeah. So I'm pitching him this idea. So you're going to make this apple pie. And it's like, you're not going to open your own bakery. Maybe you're good at making apple pie and a couple other small things. You're not going to make your own bakery. So I want to do an app. It's a food delivery app, but you order from people's apartments. So like you're good at making this. So it's like. You, you have to be certified. We have to, we have to keep this above board. You have to be clean. You know, I'm going to come in and I'm going to expect it, inspect it. But home cooked food is, um, it's like a commodity now. Like home cooked food is a, is a commodity. Nobody has home cooked food anymore. Food from parents and things like that. It is a commodity. I think I don't think yeah, a lot we live of, in a generation where no one has yeah, any skills. You, you are the aberration here. You're good at things, Richie. No one yeah. else is good at People anything. People in our generation don't cook. Nobody knows how to cook. That's I'm, why seam, Seamless and Grubhub exist. I'm 33 years old. I don't have a skill. So I wanna, I've gotten through my entire life because I show up on time and I smile a lot. That's my strategy. <laughs> um, so I think an app, we'd build an app where people can get home-cooked food delivered to them. Not just like shitty... Restaurant food, home-cooked meals delivered. Like Meals on Wheels, but for the rich. Oh, you, you could have like a, a pan of frozen casseroles you sell. On like January days, you you go by the subway, people just grab a casserole from you, or a lasagna even, throw it in the oven. You don't think boom. that's a good idea? I'm asking you, Richard. You can answer. So you just listed a million food delivery apps, and your brand idea is... A delivery app. Yeah, but it's it's specific. It's, it's not delivery. Yeah, it's homemade. We're not delivering from a. So I'm waiting around at home for someone to order one of my <laughs> famous apple pies, yes. hoping yeah. that I make twelve dollars today, doing nothing else but waiting with, at the ready with ingredients. I my famous apple pie. I feel the seat. You certified it was clean at one point. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here beating <laughs> off and picking my ass. Whoa, hey, you're fired. All right, you're up. Because I've been sitting around doing nothing, waiting for someone to order my apple pie. 
Yeah, but see, we're one. St- we're already on track to be a successful app because we're treating our workers like <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, you just wait around. You're our pie slave, bro. No, 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 no because we're. G- it's gonna be very. It's gonna be. We're gonna start small, where there are only gonna be a couple options. <laughs> You're gonna be the apple pie guy on the app. No, what if so we I'm do? Sit around. What if we make do it, it apple pie? <laughs> we'll do it like a Revel scooter. You'll log into the app, <laughs> and you will see the location of where certain pies are cooling on windowsills. <laughs> And you go, you go to the windowsill, you leave money for the pie, and then you just, you walk around, you got a little hobo pie. Okay, wait, no, here's the idea. You make whatever you want, and you log it into the app, and it's like, well, what did Richie make tonight? And if I make, if I like what you made, then I'll order that. It can be whatever you want to make. It's supposed to be hot and ready. Waiting. Yeah, it's the Little Caesars model. (laughs) (laughs) We're taking over where Mike Village died, RIP, we're taking over for you. No, no, early in the day, you say, this is what I'm going to make for dinner. You give people a preview of the menu, they see if they want it, and then if they want it, that's when they get it. What you're saying is, I'm opening a restaurant. (laughs) But it's in your kitchen, and it's homemade, and it's good. The worst grub that's your idea. It's no, worst no, up. it's gonna be called home slice Here, or something. I have eight servings of pasta. <laughs> Hope it sells, and then you guys come pick up pasta. No, no you all, you, you also deliver. Some Mexican dude's making two dollars. No, why? Why is he gotta be? Why is he gotta make two dollars? No, we'll pay him fifteen dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah, I, he, I won't assume his nationality. He makes more than you. It's very expensive to make. It's a very expensive app to run. We're using private equity. That's why we're getting the IPO. You got a delivery guy, fifteen dollars an hour. Once Elon Musk is done planting these trees, he's coming in with us on this. Once he's done calling Thai heroes pedophiles, he's gonna come. I think the revolutionary idea is having guests on a podcast with no mic. That's the new. Yeah, well, you don't get to speak. So. You know, you can't be a guest on the podcast if it's in your house. Yeah, you're the producer, not on the. You're not a guest. Um. Well, that was a lot of fun. I don't think, I think my idea is better than we all gave credit for. <laughs> I think people would like to have a home cooked meal delivered to them. Or maybe, fine, here's what we'll do. We'll do, ah, oh, this already exists. Never and, mind. And we can actually go <laughs> hand in hand. We're going to be really good at delivering food. It's going to be so hot. It's going to be so fresh. And you're going to need to cool it down. Where This is where my invention comes in. We'll need to team up. I'm gonna I'm gonna market a reverse microwave. <laughs> okay, it's where a, fr- a it refrigerator. Things, no, it makes things cold fast. <laughs> a, a freezer. Blast chill. <sighs> yeah, a reverse microwave. An ice cream maker. <laughs> what about what if we have you come over and make the apple pie in their house? <laughs> Ooh. So a home cook. <laughs> exactly. Uh, That's why I said that. <laughs> Damn it. We can call the app Pie Curious. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Pie Curious? Yeah, we only sell apple pies now. <laughs> can I have a peach pie? Only apple pies. I'm non <laughs> <laughs> um, We truly are pioneers. Yeah, okay. All right. There Wait. is something I want to talk about. The one thing that can save Grubhub is their partnership with Taco Bell. Growing up, Taco Bell was a punchline. It's It was the worst food you could eat. And now Taco Bell is just put on this fast food pedestal. It's uh-huh. the only fast food that's socially acceptable to yeah, eat. Yeah, people are proud of it. They've really built their brand of being successful and acceptable. And, you know, there used to be a huge joke about you Taco Bell. That's a guaranteed stinky pickle at the end of the night. <laughs> But now well, okay. it was loose, so it'd be like it'd be you'd have a batch of stinky gherkins. <laughs> I was gonna say that uh, gherkins, oh, tiny little gherkin. Oh, how was it talk about? It was pretty good, but I was really shooting some gherkins <laughs> earlier. Oh boy! I grew up with this kid 
Nick Podges, awesome dude. Terrible. <laughs> Shout out to Nick. <laughs> Shout out to Nick Podges. And he got a job at the hardware store by our house mm-hmm. where they had jars of pickles <laughs> just so he could stack up and say, hey, I'm working the gherkins. <laughs> uh, working the gherkin rather than jerking your gherkin, you tiny dick Absolutely. bitch. Absolutely. You, you got to work that gherk. <laughs> work the gherk. Working the gherk ain't cheap. So uh, we no longer <laughs> want to die. That is a good update. What? Oh, eating Taco Bell? Well, I actually, I before I go down to the next segment, we do need to intervene. The Taco Bell in our neighborhood, it gouges the prices on every item by $2. That's because you have a Taco Bell pizza. You yeah. got the pizza at markup. No, we got a Taco Bell owned by a sleazeball. The prices are made by the owner of the franchise and the one who owns the Taco Bell on Flushing Avenue. Brooklyn residents, don't patronize that Taco Bell. There are other great Taco Bells in the area. There's one in Ridgewood. You pay what you want. Great. There's always kids. Sometimes you don't have to pay at all. <laughs> well, you pay what you want if you pay cash and you're going like an hour before closing. Yeah, there's a couple times I've gone in there and just not had to pay. And really? they gave, and they gave me oh yeah they just gave me my food because there's nobody working in the register so it was a self it was a what is it was like as a kiosk where you pick what you want and you I put in my order they literally take it in the the only people that were working were the people making the food there was nobody there taking money so I just put pick cash pay cash and then they gave me my food and I ate and nobody nobody ever came and got the food That's nobody a got the money yeah. Well, I mean, if companies are going to like stiff you and like ha- get rid of cashier jobs, the worst you can do is like try and get money out of that. Like their profit margins increased. You could take a little bit of that back for the common man. Absolutely. I'm like the Robin Hood of tacos. Wonderful, wonderful analogy. Yes. I agree wholeheartedly. Meat taco as sued taco. So Hello. back to our next segment. We no longer want to die. Beyond Burger, it fell 22% yesterday. Yeah, the short sellers rejoice. Unfortunately, that is just an indication of its health as a product. Yeah, the reason it uh, fell is because all those people were like, well, it's time to take out all the money we made. Yeah, like everyone who was involved early yesterday was the first day they were allowed to sell their Beyond stock. So, and they all sold their Beyond stock, so it tumbled 22%. It's down to $81 a share. It opened at 45 so it is now not even double what it opened. So, I wouldn't have made what I had made already. Wait, what? You wouldn't have made what you would have made? Yeah, like when if I we bought for $45 a share, we oh, did right. the math and we were like, oh, we'd have like $10,000. Now we'd only have $8,000. Right. Which isn't worth being upset about. Yeah, who could be upset about $8,000? What am I, a poor piece of shit? Yeah, $8,000 is chump change to me. I wipe my ass with Taco Bell. $8,000. It feels like I pay my bookie that every week. $8,000. Shout out to Doug. Yeah, Doug, you're a good man. You're a dirty dog. I do feel like I'm right about not buying into Beyond Burger because I was looking at the stock charts of other companies that have been around a long time. Companies Mm -hmm. like Ford, Kohl's. You see, when they opened, they sold for like a dollar or two a share for a long time. Right. But now we live in this era where everyone knows everything. So the hype was up on Beyond Burger. It's opening at a price in the 40s. So there's not that opportunity to get in early on anything. Right. And the people that are getting in early are getting in early, early. Yeah, like people like Kyrie Irving, James Harden. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, Chris Paul, not James Harden. They are buying up the stock. They're getting the value for $16 a share. Us? We're paying over three times that. It's not fair. It's not right. And I'm glad they lost a little bit of their money. Yeah. 
But Beyond, it did show a lot of health, and it's actually showing profitability, which seems so unlikely six months ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I didn't buy it because they were just hemorrhaging money, and now it just seems like they're very healthy as a company. They've got their supplies going out to Dunkin' Donuts, soon to be McDonald's. Yeah. So, I see them everywhere. There's a um, place in 30 Rock, and they have beyond they're like promoting beyond burgers a ton over the last couple of weeks it's just everywhere it's only going to be get me be more pervasive yeah it's going to be there forever and like i'm sorry cows i can't get be, eat beyond burger without feeling financially stupid so i have no choice but to keep eating meat yeah sorry that's why i stopped being a vegetarian i made such a bad decision i had to just Literally put blood on my hands. <laughs> Something had to pay, and it has to be the cows. Um, They're beautiful creatures. And let, let's talk about the, the coolest stock on all of Reddit. AMD, baby. Man, if you go to the Reddit of Wall Street Bets, every single post is about <laughs> oh, trading sure. options for AMD. Yeah, shout out to Wall Street Bets, those maniacs. Those guys are so mean. They're mean. Like, they talk about, if you don't have $100,000, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, they're mean. That's I think what, it is that's actual how we finance be. guys. Oh, for sure. Uh, that whole that whole Reddit subreddit has got to be full of like it's going to be like idiots that don't know shit about fuck or that are losers or idiots that don't know shit about fuck but make a ton of money doing it. You know. Yeah. What 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 subreddit do you think has the most money? Oh, by uh, its users. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Because I mean, I feel like there's a lot of subreddits that have like millions of followers. So it's like that doesn't. Count. Yeah, those drag down. Yeah. Like you when you need one with like three thousand <laughs> followers with like. I bet the Tesla stock has. A bunch of those people have a bunch of money. Yeah, but you know you don't want to. Tesla's for nerds. You don't. Tesla's wanna, not for nerds. Tesla's the most profitable car. They just became the most profitable car company in the United States. Yeah, but it's just because like every other American automaker is just like, oh, terrible. That's like being the best athlete in the Special Olympics. Still impressive. <laughs> Honestly, true. <laughs> yeah, still, still impressive. Um. Yeah, but AMD. Uh, this um yeah AMD is I've been on in on AMD since in my personal portfolio since it was like thirteen dollars. How many shares of AMD do you have? Let me look um right now. I have uh I think I, I want to say I have fifty. Fifty shares of AMD. Thirty five. My bad. Thirty five. Wow, that's a big difference. Yeah, not that much, not that big, but I'm up over uh, overall. I'm sixty percent total return. Wow. Yeah. Can, I know they announced that their quarterly is that revenue grew by nine percent. And I know a lot of people made money on options trading AMD. I mean, I've bought a couple options before in AMD. They didn't pan out, but I bought a couple. Um, I didn't lose a ton of money, but it just didn't work out. I, I think I bought it to where it would go to like 37 and it ended up only like going to like 35 or something or 33 or something. something else. Yeah, we should do an experiment. Like let's <clears throat> sit down with someone who knows options. We'll bring $100 to the table and we'll see what we make. I'm, I would love to do that. Yeah, we'll do like, we'll we'll get someone, we'll find a great guest, we'll make a whole episode out of it, and like, we'll see what we make. We'll have to set the margins for maybe the next quarterly, so we'll have something to monitor. Right. So we'll pick these hip-ass stocks. We'll pick like Facebook, Tesla, Beyond. Google. Google, AMD. I don't know if I'm allowed to buy Google. Why is that? I got some connections there. Oh. Mm. 
I got inside knowledge of the mm. place. I've been to the Google Christmas party. Oh, yeah, that's close. You're too close. Yeah, I can't buy their stock. You're too close. You're that, too close. The SEC will come after me. <laughs> They'll see the picture of me and Apu on my fridge. I didn't know he worked at Google. Oh, yeah, he's been worked there forever. Nice. Before he had a wife, he took me to all the events. Now she goes, and you have to sit at home on the widow's walk. Yeah, but she is my primary care physician, so it all evens out. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that's you, great. You definitely want to make your friend's wife your doctor. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, you don't want to have boundaries with anyone. No, no, no. I mean, I'm sure she probably also helps you uh, more than a real doctor would. Absolutely. For free. Not for free. A real doctor but... has never done anything for me. Like, my, I have Medicaid. Dude, re- redoing Medicaid, I'd make way too much money to have Medicaid, but they're like, hey, what do you make here? And I told them, they're like, oh, you can't have this. And I was like, well, what? how much can I have to make it? And he's like, well, you can. the top is 24900 It's like, well, funny you mention it. Last year, I just realized I made $24,800, and they renewed my insurance for five years. Oh, wow. You have insurance? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I have insurance through 2024 because I told a lie. That's beautiful. Living in America. And you've just committed to it. You've just confessed to it on a podcast. Um, if if anyone is listening seriously, just remember that Joe Walkowski that appears on Hold My Bread is actually the Sultan of Stocks because I am doing a character. Yeah, so it's a joke. Yeah. I don't have health insurance, so fuck you. You could just use mine. How? No. Uh, no. <laughs> can you add me on? No, I don't. you can't do that. Yeah, I can try. Yeah, can I mean? I mean, this guy seemed like pretty willing to work with me over the phone, so I think we could do it. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll just lie and be like, I'm 25 or however. I remember when I got kicked off my parents' insurance. What a bummer that was. There should be a ceremony for that. There should be a ceremony for that. Also, it's one of those things that like I don't think a lot of people are prepared for, and then it happens, and they're like, fuck. Well, it's at 26. You got to do the double bar mitzvah. Yeah. You got to really... Uh, I mean, I remember I went hard on it. Like, I, I went to all the doctors. I went I did everything I had could, because I was like, this is going to be the last time I do this for a while. Yeah, absolutely. It's so sad. <laughs> when you turn 13, you become a, a, an adult in the Jewish faith. When you come 26, you get ready to become a sickly adult yeah, exactly. in any faith. <laughs> exactly. Hey, good luck. Don't get hurt. And uh, you do you, do you patronize Chick Fil A still? I've been known to go to Chick Fil A. We can't. We can't go. No. There's links that they give money to the Ugandans who are now executing gay people. What? I didn't hear. I've yeah, never heard this. Yeah. Then I know there's a big hubbub in the United Kingdom, home of Mr. Bean. The where? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a big hubbub. He's the leader over there. Absolutely. Hubbub the leader. <laughs> so they tried to bring a, ch- a, a, a Chick-fil-A to... The UK. UK. And the yep. UK is like, nah, we, we can't support these guys. Yeah. They're fundamentalist Christians. We don't want to give them our money. Mm-mm. We don't care about... That's the difference between America and the, and the UK. The UK, they're like, we have principles and we stand by this. In America, everyone's just like, yeah, but the chicken is pretty good. Yeah, the chicken's good. Uh, can you put it in three plastic bags for me? <laughs> yeah, and uh, throw some straws in there. I don't know. I know I don't have a drink, but I'd like something to throw away on the way home. If I see a turtle, I'd like the chance <laughs> to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, I, I sent you that article about that Chick-fil-A closing. It's, it kind of surprises me because people here love Chick-fil-A. They just opened up a new Chick-fil-A in the city. It's so disgusting to live in New York. I want to move so badly. They just opened a Wegmans grocery store. People are lining up around the block to go to a grocery store in New York City. Why did you move here? Because, well, I mean, the, the, also the part of the city it's in, it's like a food, it's like a, what they call a food desert. Yeah, that's true. That's why people are lining up because they're like, finally, fresh fruit. Fruit that's not from a truck. Nah, because it's within a mile for the new. It's it's close to that Target Trader Joe's at City Point. It's close to the other Target. 
Like, it's not a food desert. Like, it's just in the Brooklyn Navy Yard, which is all commercial space. That's the only reason it's a food desert. Mm. Oh, right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, it's just sad. This Everything <laughs> in New York is corporate owned. I wish there was a way for people to open up their businesses anymore, but it doesn't seem like it's the case. We should open a harder bank. And harder. Uh, okay. Like a people, like it will do like, cause you go to Bushwick, a hip neighborhood like ours and you see people like opening restaurants, bars. Let's open a, a hipster bank. <laughs> okay. I like this. <laughs> a millennial bank. Absolutely. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in a hundred percent. We approve every loan. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have money. We don't have money to give loans. No, but it's just like Monopoly. If we run out of money, we have the ability to create more. <laughs> uh, okay. In Monopoly, a bank can make money by just like writing it on a piece of paper. And I think the U.S. Federal Reserve actually plays by the same rules. Yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> that is true. They do that um, for sure. I mean, I'm not a professional and I'm not uh, 100% right, but or I'm not 100% sure that's right. But, you know, it sounds right. I'm down to open up a bank. What are we going to call it? Um, we'll call it, uh, the slice of the pie bank. Yeah. Where you get your slice of pie, uh, slice of the pie. Yeah. And we will work for you. That's, yeah. a, that's like a law firm thing. <laughs> well, now that I know how to sue people, like. Yeah. Who did you sue? Are you like, I sued my landlord for oh. ruining all my tools and my leather bags for my dad. And. Oh, right. Did they ever come by and look at, well, we yeah, can talk yeah, about no, this No, no, they offered me like $200 for ruining so much stuff. And I just said, fuck you guys. I'm going to sue you. And they're like, cool. See you there. Yeah. December 18th. We got a date in court. It's a date. I'll be representing myself. Oh man. You know what they say about a man that represents himself in court? I don't remember, but they say something. That's a, yeah. What, what'd they say about Ted Bundy? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. Probably, uh, you're, you're going to, you're, you're going to die. So I think we've done about, we, we do kind of have to wrap up. We've had a, a fun little episode. This is actually. great. Yeah. So many good laughs. But, um, so yeah, Chick-fil-A. What, what's your stock no pick this good. week? I actually don't have a stock pick this week. Um, I was in, that's why we're releasing this late. I was in Virginia doing shows. And How were the shows? Shows were good. Um, we did a show at a brewery that was really, really, really great. And we did a show at a winery that was the opposite of that. Um, they were very religious. They hated it. It was very weird. It was very, very weird. Um, you should just have uh, passed out communion wafers. You'd have been fine. I was, I was, I was like, <laughs> I go, I was up there just playing dumb, being like, yo, you, you guys, this is a winery. You guys like, you grow your own grapes here? And they were like, yeah. I was like, that's, crazy and they're like no it's a winery and i was like i'm just trying to fucking have some fun and fuck around and they were not having it it's hard to do a show to space like i i did the show at the yacht club i had all the yacht riffs ready and the comic before me did all the yacht riffs they're like oh i have nothing yeah now. it was wild i got a nice charcuterie board though that was really nice the board or was there charcuterie on there the charcuterie on the board was you nice. just didn't get paid in like a piece of wood no they did let me keep it was like a 20 dollar charcuterie board and they let me eat it all for free so, oh, that's great. Cheese, some jams. It was good. Ooh. So that was nice. But it was nice. We went to, um, we went to fuck, something point. Ugh, something. We went somewhere and hiked. It was really nice. Ferry, something fair. Ferry. So if you guys. Harper's Ferry. It, upper Ferry. Harper's point? Ferry. Harper's Ferry. Yeah, we hiked there. It was cool. Yeah, if you guys want a nice hike. Go to Harper's Ferry. Check it out. We went to Colonial Williamsburg. We got in trouble because um, we we went in and exit because we didn't want to pay for the tickets. So we walked in and as soon as we opened the door, I go, oh, he sees us. Yep, he's coming over here. Yeah, he saw us. And he goes, hey, excuse me, do you guys have tickets? And we were like, I think it's pretty clear we don't. 
<laughs> he goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah, because you just came in the exit. And then we went, oh, that's the exit? I'm sorry. And he goes, yeah, you know how you had to open the door from the inside? And we were like, yeah, we didn't really think about it. And they started to follow us out. And Mara goes, oh, we're leaving. We're going to leave. You don't have to follow us out. And he, he backed off and sat back down. Did you buy tickets then? Absolutely not. It was like $45 for a ticket. $45 to go to Colonial Williamsburg? To go inside of these like buildings or anything. Like to go, if you wanted to go inside, you had to pay $45. Like we couldn't see the blacksmith. We couldn't see the big titted lady churning butter. You know, we couldn't, $45. Couldn't do it. Man, you paid $45 to see a place pretend that slavery didn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) It was very weird. Um, We went to Bassett Hall where the Rockefellers lived and we snuck onto their property. That was kind of cool. Rockefellers lived everywhere though. Like Arcadia National Park, which with the Rockefellers lived, they've lived everywhere. Yeah, but they also built, I mean, they built Colonial Williamsburg. Like that whole thing was them. I mean, they didn't build it, but they restored the whole thing. Yeah, billionaires love mingles stuff like the Ford family. They have they've got a theme park that's like it's the 1800s. Really? Yeah, it's like two blocks from where I grew up. Wow, is it boring? Because Colonial Williamsburg was boring. No, this is great. They've got like Edison's workshop. They've got like trains you can ride around. They've got the chair Lincoln was shot in. They've got the car Kennedy was shot in. You sit in them? No, you can't sit in the chair. Would like to sniff those bloodstains. (laughs) Um, every time we went into somewhere that was selling anything, it was always like. $50 $50 for a wooden spoon, you know, $25 for a smaller wooden spoon, $30 for a medium sized spoon. It's like, Jesus Christ, what do they got anything but other than spoons here? Yeah, I, I do have a stock pick this week. It depends. You can take this pick. I think it's actually pretty good, but you can't have a conscience if you're uh, going to follow it. Well, that's the name of the game, I think, in the, in the money game. Are you familiar with California? Oh, yeah, very familiar. The state that is currently on fire? Yeah, hell on earth. Yeah, so a lot of Pacific Gas and Electric, they're very big in the San Francisco Bay area, East Bay, Vallejo, San Jose, that whole area. They they shut down the power. It's been for, out for a while, right? Yeah, as a preventative measure to stop the the wildfires. Because yeah, fires are powered by electricity. But they started the fires. Mm-hmm. They paid out money in bonuses to their executive board. Everyone who works there has their pockets lined. Meanwhile, citizens of that area have no electricity. People are needing to like make food for their kids before mm-hmm. their fridges go out for a week. <clears throat> and the 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 company has just been the rightfully so the the subject of so much public wrath that the stock in the past week has fallen from. I do like that we were like no Chick Fil A, but this company a okay. I mean, as long as you can set someone on fire, just don't discriminate against gay people. That, that's all you have to do in my book. Okay, that's fair. Good to know. We'll mark that down in the book. Yeah, so a year ago, P&G, PG&E was selling for $50 a share. Today, it is selling for $6 a share. Holy shit. And the thing is, if you buy the stock, like let's say you put in $10, think of it like a bet on sports. You might lose all of it. Mm-hmm. But... If they become, if they get bailed out, if they get bought, then it's going to go back up because they are a utility. Their customer base has no other place to go. So that will go up. They have infrastructure. They have all the stuff that costs a lot of money to even get going. They don't have buried power lines, which is part of their problem. But aside from that, they are technically speaking a power company. So I've lost a little bit in gambling on sports recently. 
So, but I think I'm going to buy like six to eight shares tomorrow, depending on how bored I am. Six to eight share. Six to eight. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, cool. Awesome. All right. Is that how you want to end? Do you have anything else you want to end on? We had, this was a fun episode. A lot of laughs. A lot of laughs. Good times. You know, we, we have our best episodes when I'm like really tired. Yeah, we do. It's true. I should never be well rested again. No, never, ever. Never do it. Don't now you're, you're, do it. Don't do it. Don't sleep. Um, thanks for listening. Um, just follow us on uh, Instagram, homemybread at uh, gmail.com. We're on Twitter also. Um, we got new artwork. The new artwork is up. We didn't even talk about that. We got the new artwork. Thank you, Joe Karg. Thank you, Joe Karg. Um, and uh, who is the, uh, Josh? Oh, I feel bad. I forgot his last name. But well, we, we shouted you out on the Instagram. On yeah, the, all, Josh all the with the fonts. Yeah, Josh with the fonts. Josh um, with them good fonts. Yeah, got that good color. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Email us at homemybreadgmail.com. He ain't like Timothy. He used old fonts. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, and email us and uh, leave us those reviews. We've been having a lot of fun doing these. This is episode six or seven, I think. Six? Episode seven. S- episode seven, hell yeah. And yeah, we do have another Wall Street Insider coming on next week. Yeah, so. next second guest coming in next week. Don't second guess or second guess. That's right. Thanks for listening. Stay, stay cool, cool yeah. gang. Yeah, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs>